Welcome to the Kohani podcast from me, Isaac Mwema. This is where we build each other up in the faith so that we can be a holy and priestly people. This means that we strive for and are changed by God's presence while also influencing others to be changed by that same presence. There is a refilling and restoration in God's presence for the child of God. This is because there are turbulent times that are ahead of us. And therefore, times of renewal and refreshing are coming as a calm before the storm. A necessary Sabbath. Whoever chooses to eat will be chosen as the remnant that has not bowed or kissed the idols of Baal. Ladies and gentlemen, this evening, I am burdened by a message to present to you that is significant for the times ahead. But before any word is spoken, before it is compromised by any thoughts of man, we're going to surrender unto our Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Dear God, we offer peace offerings in declaration that we are one with you, regardless of our circumstances, regardless of God, of what we are going through. However much you may be justified to complain and to grumble before you, we offer peace offerings to you, saying that we are united together with you and that nothing can separate us from the love of God. We are saying through our peace offerings this evening, O oh God, that Father, may our intimacy with you be intensified in the name of Jesus. We offer burnt offerings also by virtue of the cross, that anything that is inside us, O oh God, the gray areas and places of the dark, places that no one sees, O oh God, they are surrendered at your feet things of our human achievement, our passions, our agendas, our ambitions. Come, Lord, into those areas. We offer them as a burnt offering before you to be pleasant before your sight, my strength and my redeemer. Thank you. Come have your way. Vitalize this word. Let it go with demonstrations of healing and power for the sake of your kingdom. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Two texts that we will read today, Acts chapter 10, 9 to 13, and the second text will be 1 Kings 19, 1 through 18. We begin from Acts chapter 10. The next day, as they were on their journey approaching the city, Peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray, and he became hungry and wanted something to eat. But while they were preparing it, he fell into a trance and saw the heavens opened and something like a great sheet descending, being let down by its four corners upon the earth. In it were all kinds of animals and reptiles and birds of the air. And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. Rise, Peter, kill and eat. 
Rise, Peter. Kill and eat. Our next text has a similar phrase. The prophet was told, Arise and eat. Just as Peter was told thrice, the prophet was told twice. And the second time, the angel told him, Arise and eat, for the journey is too great for you. Second text, 1 Kings 19 from verse 1 through 18. This is after the judgment of the prophets of Baal upon the mountain when the fire of the Lord descended and Israel had to choose which God they should serve. Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, So may the gods do to me and more also if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by this time tomorrow. Then he was afraid and he arose and ran for his life and he came to be a Sheba which belongs to Judah and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree. And he asked that he might die, saying, It is enough now, O Lord. Take away my life, for I am no better than my father's. And he lay down and slept under a broom tree. And behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was at his head a cake cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. And he ate and drank and lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came again a second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, for the journey is too great for you. And he arose and ate and drank and went in the strength of the of the of that food forty days and forty nights at to Horeb, the mouth of God. There he came to a cave and lodged in it, and behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, "What are you doing here, Elijah?" And he said, "I have been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant." thrown down your altars and killed your prophets with the sword and I even I only am left and they seek my life to take it away and he said go out and stand on the mount before the Lord and behold the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind tore the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord but the Lord was not in the wind and after the wind an earthquake but the Lord was not in the earthquake and after the earthquake a fire But the Lord was not in the fire, and after the fire, the sound of a low whisper. The sound of a low whisper. And when Elijah heard it, he rubbed his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I have been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, throw down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I, even I, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, you shall anoint Hazel 
to be king of Assyria. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, you shall anoint to be king of Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel-Mehalah, you shall anoint to be prophet in your place. And the one who escapes from the sword of Hazel shall Jehu put to death. And the one who escapes from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha put to death. Yet I will leave 7,000 in Israel, all the knees that have not bowed to Baal and every mouth that has not kissed him. Thank God for the reading of his word. My thoughts, dear saints, come in seven ways that I believe speak about the times ahead. Number one, there are places that these men in the text we have read were willing to go that not many are willing to go. Both were in secluded places when they were given instructions to arise and to eat. Peter went to the housetop in the hour, in the hour, in the hour of prayer and Elijah to Horeb, the mountain of God. Therefore, in this time and in this season, there are people that you will have to leave behind to go to the places where not many go there are deep realms of intercession to feed those who are hungry in this season there are deep places of god who shall ascend the holy hill of the lord who shall stand in the holy place of the lord but he was clean hands and a pure heart and does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully. He shall receive a blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the Lord is salvation. These are the generations that seek your face, O God, the God of Jacob. Who shall ascend the holy hill? Who shall go into the deep places with the Lord? There is an invitation this evening. There is an invitation this evening, and I will tell you the nature of that invitation, which is number two. There is an urgency to eat because the assignment ahead is great. Due to the fact that the assignment is great ahead, there is a repetitive invite to eat. Peter was told thrice, Elijah was told twice. There is an aggressiveness in the spiritual realm to come and to dine. On the, in the feast of the Lord to come and dine with Jesus. Acts chapter 3, 19 to 20. Peter was preaching, saying, Repent that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus. There are times that are of refreshing in the presence of the Lord when we choose to turn back from whatever is holding us down. Whatever has been holding you back, it's time that you throw it away. There is an urgency to go into that dinner table. There is an urgency to accept that invite. For Peter, whatever was holding him back was religion. He could not dare eat the food that was forbidden on the law of the Lord. For Elijah, it was ministerial heart and fatigue. 
Oh, I'm the only one who is jealous for your presence. These people, they are against me. They are coming after me to kill me. He was fatigued. Oh, Lord, would you kill me and take away my life? I am not any better than my father's. There are things that we have to lay aside, emotions, even of ministry, emotions and, and, and thoughts and perceptions, even of religion, that we may attend this dinner feast of the Lord in this season. The assignment ahead is great. Arise and eat. Arise and eat. The journey is great. Number three. There are realms and rhythms of rest that will equip us for the times that are coming ahead. Both these men were invited to eat when they were in a dreamlike state. Peter was hungry and while he was waiting for the food, he fell into a trance. And Elijah himself, while after walking into the wilderness and, and praying that God would take away his life, he fell asleep. And during that dreamlike state, both of them, the God, the Lord ministered to them. There are dreams and visions and, 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 and mighty revelations in the spirit that are being revealed in dimensions that have never been seen before. There is an opening of the word of God in this season for the saints that are hungry enough. Hebrews 12 says, Therefore, since you are surrounded by a great crowd of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which clings so closely. And let us run with endurance, the rest that is set before us. Therefore, apart from the sin that clings to us, what are some of the things that make us to be heavy spiritually, not to run the race? There are things called encumbrances. They are called weights. They are not necessarily sin, but they are things that are ungodly before God. They might not be righteous, they might not be considered unrighteous, but they are ungodly. Even things in ministry, even our emotions about how we may do church, there are things that are a weight upon us this time that we need to take rest from. It's time to release them before the Lord that we may have the feast necessary for the times that are coming ahead. Number four, great ministry followed afterwards when this man accepted the invite of the Lord to eat. Peter accepted the invite to eat and therefore the Lord sent him unto the house of Cornelius. The Bible says that Cornelius called his friends and his relatives and they came and as they were there the Holy Spirit mightily fell on the Gentiles. Bible says that after Elisha came from the mountain of Horeb, there was a transference of unction unto Elisha, and not only to Elisha, but also Elisha's house profited by the sacrifice of the oxen. And therefore, there is a great ministry that is following up afterwards, not only to men, but unto families and unto people that are associated with them. There is a grace to impart even families because of association. The people who shall be hungry to ascend the holy hill of the Lord, they shall be an effect and a legacy even for their generations. Noah's family was saved through the anointing and the favor that he had with the Lord. That he set aside his passions and whatever, whatever that 
might have easily entangled him and he chose the Lord in an era where men were lusting after angels and they were forming mutations with them. Nephilims were forming in the land but that Noah kept himself pure and that he found grace in the eyes of the Lord. There's great ministry that is following afterwards for such men. Not only will they be impacted but their families Number five, the ministry of angels is increased in the land in this season. What is similar between these two texts also is that there was a great ministry of the angels. There was a great ministry of the angels to make sure that Cornelius and Peter link up for the purpose of the ministry that was ahead of them. There was a great ministry of the angels uh, to make sure that Elijah was fed in the wilderness and that he received a word to strengthen him for the journey that is ahead. And therefore, the angels are available in this season to minister to those who have secluded themselves to feast on Christ. Jesus, after conquering Satan in the wilderness in a secluded place, the Bible says, Matthew 4, 11, Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. There shall be open heavens with intercession. There shall be open heaven with intercession. Some of you, the ministry of, of the angels is available but it is hindered by the princes, by the princes of darkness, by the princes of region, of regions. But as we are waiting and seeking the face of the Lord in humility before him, that the agents, the angels of the Lord are declared free to go. There is a license for them to go. There is a war that is won in the atmospheres. Daniel, Daniel, in Daniel chapter 10. Verse 9 up to 14, and also verse 20 up to 21. I'll read, then I heard the sound of his words. These are the words of the angel that was withheld in the, in the heavens by the principalities of Persia, by the prince of Persia. Then I heard the sound of his words. The angel has come. And as I heard the words of the sound of his words, I fell on my face in deep sleep with my face to the ground. Do not underestimate the power of dreams and visions in this season. Do not underestimate the power of God speaking to you in unconscious places, in deep places. And behold, a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hand and knees. And he said to me, O oh Daniel, man greatly loved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for now I have been sent to you. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood up trembling. Then he said to me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and humbled yourself before God, your words have been heard, and I have come because your words, because of your words. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me twenty-one days, but Michael one of the chief princes came to help me for I was left there with the kings of Persia, the princes of darkness of Persia, and came to make you understand what is to happen to your people in the latter days for the vision is for days yet to come. 
Then he said, Do you know why I have come to you? But now I will return to fight against the prince of Persia. And when I go out, behold, the prince of Greece will come. But I will tell you what is inscribed in the book of truth. There is none who contends by my side against this except Michael, your prince. There is a discourse of principalities and powers of the air in that text that there are principalities of kingdom, that there is a prince Michael and there are angels of God that are coming to deliver ministry unto the saints. But there are princes of Persia and the angel is saying that the prince of Greece is yet to come and is letting Daniel know that when you see a government and a kingdom and a monarchy ruling over the region, it's not just about the government but behind the government there is a power and an authority in the realm of the spirit be sensitive and so the angels say that he came because he heard the words of Daniel as Daniel was in intercession as Daniel was seeking the face of God as Daniel was humbling himself setting his hands his heart to understand and humbling himself before the Lord the words of the man in prayer were heard and that is what opened the heavens there are realms in the angelic that are released to minister to the saints but the saints will need to continuously stay in the place of humility seeking the Lord seeking to understand his precepts and his will and as they are walking in that the heavens are being opened for their sake number six this coming unstoppable kingdom advancement despite great persecution there is coming unstoppable kingdom advancement despite great persecution after these men ate and were ministered by the angels in the lord's presence after that came kingdom advancement that was unstoppable despite persecution that followed. Therefore, there was divine judgment that followed them after realms of rest and being in the presence of God. So after Peter ministered unto Cornelius, he went into the Jerusalem church and gave them, gave them a report. But then he was arrested by Herod a bit after. But the God frees Peter and later on, God judges that Herod. A bit later on, again, Barnabas and Paul are commissioned. And, and, and also in the story of Elijah, that after shortly after this scene in the Mount of Horeb, that Ahab dies shortly after. And Jezebel, Jezebel also gets her judgment that Elijah was set to anoint kings and prophets who would wait judgment on the land. If he will not die by the sword of Hazel, then by Jehu. If not Jehu, then Elijah. Therefore, the church that feasts now will have the strength to withstand the witchcraft and the sorcery of Jezebel, the craftiness of, of the Herods to persecute the saints. For James died shortly after the, the, the ministering to Cornelius, and that is when Peter was imprisoned. And therefore, the Herods are coming. There is a persecution that is in front. There is a sorcery and a witchcraft of Jezebel's. But I declare unto you by the word 
word of God, by the spirit of God, that there is a divine judgment that accompanies the people who have been in faithful company with the Lord in his presence, seeking his face. Those who have fixed it will have strength to withstand the times that are coming. Lastly, discerning God's voice, discerning of God's voice will become even much more accurate in this season, despite the well-meaning intentions of minister. For Elijah, he had well-meaning intentions. He was jealous for the Lord of hosts. For the people had forsaken the covenant of God and built altars. They were killing prophets. For Peter, he was a kosher Jew and therefore he didn't want to protect the things that are forbidden in the law and he was calling them unclean and the Lord had to tell him what God has made clean do not call common and therefore God is making us aware that where we listened to our own religious beliefs our own religious self and idols against him that God is going to make a clear distinction and as discernment is coming upon the body that some things that God will say might seem controversial, but it is through those obedient ones that God will feed them to have the strength for ministry and for posterity ahead. Therefore, our food will determine how far we go. Elijah went 40 days and 40 nights. Peter, after this, went to minister as far as the Gentiles. Therefore, the food that you eat determines how far you'll go. Let's pray. Lord, I've released the word according to your will. Have your way. Let the word be effective. Let it have power. Call your sons for times of refreshing are here. It's time to rise, it's time to kill, it's time to eat in your presence. Thank you, faithful God. Feed us, O God. As Daniel, remove appetites, O God, for worldly things and set us before your face, O God, to seek you in realms of intercession that open the heavens unto the church and unto the people. For I sense great times ahead. I sense mighty, a mighty storm ahead, O oh God, that your church needs to be prepared for. Have your way. Oh, have your way. Thank you. Bless these dear ones. In Jesus' mighty name.